What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere. Visit highland.com. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Welcome to Webcology for, uh, I guess, Friday, uh, June the 20th. We're a day late and certainly not a dollar short, but we're, we are a day late and we apologize to the listeners for that. I am sitting here in beautiful, hot, muggy-ass Toronto. Dave, you're, you're out there on the, uh, on the West Coast. How's things in Victoria today, bro? I gotta call you a bit of a bastard. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, probably about uh, well for the Canada about seventeen. I don't know what that translates into, but seventy degrees uh, Fahrenheit here, so uh, not great. <laughs> but uh, but you know not uh, not too bad either. We got uh, yeah, it's all right. Certainly not hot and muggy though. You know, it's funny. I can I can hear Brasco's playing "Oh Canada" in the backyard in the uh, in the background, and uh, it's funny because. I just did this massive rant on the MetaMen blog about about Canada and the state of search marketing in Canada, and I guess it's kind of appropriate because I'm in Toronto for the I was in Toronto for the Search Engine Strategies 08 convention, and uh, so it's kind of, I, I guess that's what I want to talk about today. Well, yeah. What can you uh, What can you fill us in with? Was uh, Were there any sessions that really stood out? You did a couple of your own. How did those go? Well, you know, first thing I ought to really, you know what I ought to do, I got all excited when the show started up, and I always do this, and sometimes I forget, I should really fill in the listeners on exactly who we are and, and, and you know, what they're listening to, because this is a strange time for them. We're not normally on on, on Fridays. Uh, this is Jim Hedger from MetaMen.com and Dave Davies from BeanstalkSEO.com, and this is Webcology, which is normally on a Thursday, but today it's being held on a Friday because of some weird internet problems in South Florida where our studio is. So, that's that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, there was great sessions at SES Toronto. Um, first of all, before I get into the sessions that I was on or some of the sessions I saw, I just want to give a quick overview of the conference itself. And this ain't going to be pretty, bro. I'm sorry to say. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I think the show's dying in Toronto. That's the no, truth. No, what makes you say that? It's a lot of factors put together, but... Um, Low, I mean, what it's going to have to come down to is low attendance numbers. The large American corporations just aren't showing up and throwing the dollars down. Um, you know, okay, here's, you know, this is totally indicative, totally indicative of, of why I think the show is, is 
sort of lose a little bit of steam here in Toronto. Um, I'm at the Yahoo party. Uh, Yahoo Canada threw this incredible party with FPR at the Ultra Supper Lounge. And uh, there's a guy from Yahoo, and there's a guy from Microsoft. They're standing beside each other. They look at each other. One says, you know, we're only here because you guys are. The other one says, oh, you know what? We're only here because you guys are. I say, oh, shit. <laughs> you know? Um, You're thinking maybe next year they'll call each other up and go, tell you what, I won't bother if you don't. <laughs> something along them lines, yeah. And that's what I'm a little bit worried about. Um, now, why does this happen? Well, the Canadian market is perceived to be very small. There's only 32 million people that live in Canada. And there's actually, you know, there's more people in the state of California than there is all of Canada. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Number two, Canadians, well, we're traditionally, we're an export culture nation. Um, we are literally hewers of wood, drawers of water, and we sell them to the largest market on the planet in America. And so I was, I was standing with a couple of the incisive organizers um, looking at downtown Toronto, at the, at, the, at the skyline of downtown Toronto, and saying, well, you know what one of the problems is? With, uh, with getting some of the Canadian corporations to, to spend money to come to these shows, is they already have customers. We call them Americans. Right. And, uh, you know, our goods are already being sold. It's, it's raw materials, right? And it's really hard to advertise raw materials on the search engines. Yeah. Now, that's not to say Canada doesn't have an extraordinary manufacturing and service sector, because, of course, we do. But traditionally, we've always had a ready, open, and enormous market to, to, to access um, America, and, and, and since Canadians and Americans are basically, you know, cousins, we're, we're certainly children of a common mother, um, we've always had that market to export to. We've always had ready customers willing to buy as much as they can possibly get their hands on of our stuff. Now, the American economy is in contrition right now. It's, it's slowing down. Thus, orders are slowing down coming up north of the border, Thus, the Canadian corporations who would put the money up just because it's the right thing to do right. don't actually have the money right now. Right. So no, wouldn't attendance it be, was good, though. I mean, like, look at me. The, the physical attendance was really good. But the so trade show floor was totally anemic. Right, which is where the money comes from to hold the show. Exactly. Um, so. No, you say that. I think I, I agree with, totally agree with your, your analysis there. And of course, being being located in, in Toronto, uh, spot on. Um, if we moved it from, say, you know, I mean, I being Canadian, I'd, I'd love to still have one here in Canada. Um, moving it to say Vancouver, do you think that might breathe some new life uh, back into it? You know, into an economy that's um, maybe a, a little more. Um, well, there's a lot more tourism involved. Basically, there's a lot more sectors involved um, here on the West Coast that really are using SEO, need to use SEO, um, and, and certainly could, could use its advantage when trying to, um, you know, sort of pull some additional business. Like, you, you note that people are slowing down in, in their marketing. People are slowing down in going to Toronto. Um, kind of makes perfect sense. People trying to tighten their belts a little bit. At the same time, we're looking at really what is one of the least expensive forms of marketing. Um, you know, it certainly is costly, but for the bang for the buck, um, it's almost better to, to increase your budget towards SEO um, at the same time and, and really be at these shows. Um, what are your feelings in, in regards to moving it? 
Well, I got to, you know, I, I think I agree with you there, Dave. There, uh, the market in Vancouver is, uh, well, the market in Western Canada is far stronger than the market here in, in Central and Eastern Canada is. That's one thing. And another thing, Vancouver is part of that interesting technology triangle we have going between Seattle, Victoria, and Vancouver. Um, and, I mean, Seattle is, uh, is like uh, Silicon Valley North. And the West Coast is, I mean, from everything from San Francisco all the way up to, uh, to Vancouver, it's, um, I often feel I have more in common with a tech worker in the Valley than I do with um, tech workers, say, in Toronto or Winnipeg or, or Quebec. Um, even though, you know, even though of a distant nationality, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Canadian, um, my concerns and my environment and often my customers and clients are much more similar to those you find in the, in the American shops than you do in the Canadian shops. So, yeah, I, um, I think moving to Vancouver would be a, a smart move. Now, I, I do want to note that there is another Canadian search marketing conference that, that you know, we're really trying hard to organize. And I, actually, I just got involved this week in the organization of it, um, SEM Canada, that's supposed to take place on the, uh, 3rd and, oh, I'm sorry, the 4th and 5th of September in Calgary organized by um, one of EPR's finest, Laura, Laura Callow. Um, I don't know if that's going to happen or not. She's having the same difficulties that the Incisive crew were having in getting the large corporate sponsors to kick down the real money needed to, to put on a show of this size and, and of this importance. Well, I think it would be, a, would be a great show. It seems to me an interesting choice. I mean, I understand why the choice was made in in Calgary, certainly a, a hugely booming economy there right now. Um, hopefully, they won't hit the same sort of problems that that they hit on you know a little further east, and that the economy there is is driven well, it's driven by oil. Um, yeah. You know, so will they hit the same sort of problems where the location is sort of dictating that no, this is a, a resource based uh, economy? Well, you know, it's funny. It's, uh, just before just before we went on the air, Brasco and I were uh, sort of convincing about the price of oil right now, and at 135 bucks a barrel, you know damn well the money is there in Calgary. <laughs> it sure is. Um, yeah, no, that's. I mean, anyway, <laughs> could go on about the price of oil forever, but that's not what the show's about. But what uh, what I do want to hear now, you know, hopefully uh, something will work out. I, I would love to keep an SES up here in uh, up here in Canada. Um, what I'd love to hear about is what was your actual experience? You know, the, the booth numbers were down, but attendance was good. Um, what was your experience actually at the show? It was excellent. It just an, an amazing experience. I mean, <laughs> it's hard to know where to start when you're trying to describe such an intense and uh, 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 rapid-filled experience. First of all, it's a search marketing convention, so we're talking literally, literally 21-hour days here. You're up at 7 in the morning. You're having your breakfast meetings. You're going down to the show for 9 a.m. to hear the keynote. You're, uh, you know, on the go all day long, and then you have the networking events and parties afterwards that often keep you up until 3 or 4 in the morning when you know you're getting to sleep for, like, 3 or 4 hours if you're really lucky just so you can do it again the next day. So yeah. it becomes a big blur. It's hard to know when, to, where to start describing these things. So I'm going to try to start at what I vaguely remember as being the beginning. Um, Monday night, we uh, the speakers and um, a number of the organizers, Matt McGowan and Kevin Ryan, uh, Marilyn Crafts, uh, uh, um, and, and again a number of the speakers. We we all went out for supper together, um, 
ended up at this really nice little restaurant called the Kit Kat on King Street um, in the Theatre District of Toronto. And uh, there was a, a couple interesting faces there that I'd never seen before. They were suits. Ooh. Now, we all wear suits, and we all dress up nicely and such, but these guys were suits. And as it turns out, they were the... Uh, they were the um, decision makers, the, co- the real conference uh, organizers from Incisive. You know, we have Kevin Ryan and Matt McGowan who organized search engine strategies, but many people don't know this. Incisive is a massive corp- uh, UK-based corporation that runs like 300 different conferences around the world. So the guys I was having supper with are the guys who run these conferences around the world, and they have it down to a science. And when you're talking in the corporate world and you say that there's a bunch of suits coming to, to look at things and they have it down to a science, well, your sphincter's got to tighten just a little bit because uh-huh. you know changes are about to happen. And this is what's got me worried. This is what's got me worried. These guys, and great respect to them. They're, they're really cool fellas. Okay? I really enjoyed their company. I enjoyed the insights they gave me into the challenges of throwing such large events. But I left with the impression that they do programming by numbers. Mm-hmm. Now, different. in our community, in the search marketing community, and, and this is an important thing to remember, and I really do hope the guys from Incisive hear this file. This is an important thing to remember. We're building this industry still. It's 10 years old. As a matter of fact, SES San Jose is going to be the 10th anniversary of search engine strategies. And that's pretty cool. That is cool. We're not a 100-year-old industry. We're not a 50-year-old industry. We're developing as we go along. And um, we're developing this as we go along. And we, uh, we communicate, and I'm trying to find the right way to phrase this so I get it exactly right. We're developing this industry as we go along. It's built on a lot of communication, a lot of glad handing, a lot of hand holding, and a lot of uh, free exchange of information. Mm-hmm. You can't program that by demographic numbers or even by audience response numbers. You, you simply can't do that. You have to program by the actual effectiveness of each speaker and the importance of the subject matter that each speaker is bringing to the market or is bringing to the convention. You can't do it by uh, just um, saying... 25 people showed up for this session and 50 people showed up for that session. So maybe the one that 25 people were in was actually the more important topic. You need to be really familiar with the industry to, to, to know how to program these things. And that's one of the great gifts of Kevin Ryan and Matt McGowan. These guys know the industry backwards and forwards. They know all the players in the industry. They know who's going to be strong speakers. Similarly, you could say the same thing about, um, about Chris Elwell and Chris Sherman and Danny Sullivan at SMX. Mm-hmm. The reason they, got, they throw amazing conferences is they intimately know the industry. Yeah. And it worries me when, uh, I mean, I really, understand the, uh, I really understand where the incisive guys are coming from, uh, from, a, from a corporate culture standpoint, but um, it worries me if we're going to be doing programming by numbers for these shows because I believe that will really hurt them. And I think that's what's going to happen with uh, SES, at least with SES Toronto. You know, one number, and, and in their defense, one number I will give them uh, that is uh, keenly important. I think you bring up a good point where, you know, attendance at one session may be a little lower than another, but the session was awesome. 
uh, you know, sometimes it'll be a new session and people, you know, it's comp- or it's competing with like a, a top uh, top session. And if it was just placed a little differently, it would have had you know much more attendance. But it was up against uh, you know Rand Fishkin and uh, and cuts up on stage together. And so <laughs> you know, even the speakers at it were kind of going, yeah, "If I wasn't here, I'd be there." Um, but one number that they do have to look at every time uh, because it is a business is how many booths got sold. Um, you know, and, and you did note that on, on Toronto that the booths are down. Well, if it's not profitable, you know, it, it can't sustain itself. I mean, I, you, I understand that these people are, are business people. Um, right. You know, I wouldn't continue to, to host an event if, uh, if I was losing money when I did. Well, and that's um, exactly it, Dave. I mean, you, you, you hit the nail on the head there, brother. That's exactly it. This is a business. I'm getting very emotional about it because this is, you know, this is my hometown show. I think it's very important to have a show in the Canadian market, but you're absolutely right. This is a business first, and if the business case study can't be made, if it's not feasible to throw these events, if Incisive is losing money, and I'm not sure if they are or not, but I got a feeling they were on this show, then, um, you know, the show's got to die. Now, something I'm I, I'm going to head off on a, on a slightly different tangent because there's one I, I know you were you were mentioning uh, doing a site clinic, um, and I I've been uh, been just dying to hear how that went. The which one, my site clinic? The site Ooh, clinic. It's fun. I love site clinics. Oh my goodness, I love it. It's way too much fun, man. Um, yeah, because you know the neat thing about site clinics is you have no idea what's coming at you next. The um. You're sitting up there on stage uh, with myself and Larry Ballin, and I'm sorry, I don't have, I'm not in front of a computer, and I'm sorry, Larry, if you're listening, I, I'm not going to give your company the mention it should get. Really, really uh, excellent fellow to work with, though, and, and, and Kennedy from uh, Beyond Inc. was up there as well, and um, he's more of a usability and accessibility guy, um, a conversions guy, and I'm more of a content SEO, and Anne, I mean, Anne is just one of the godmothers of the industry. Um, and you have no idea what's coming at you. And so when you're up on stage, uh, you get give us an everything from real estate sites to monster.com to, uh, to uh, you know, it's, you, you get the massive corporate sites to the very small individual vanity sites. And again, you have no idea what's coming next, so you really can't prepare for them. We had so much fun. So what and did you, uh, what did you have? Give us an example of a site that got thrown at you. You don't have to get Monster. the domain, Monster. but what kind of uh, environment? Monster.ca, the, the largest job-seeking network in Canada. Wow. Actually, probably in the world. But we got the Canadian version. And um, incidentally, Lisa, um, you were the first. She was the, uh, their SEO, Lisa, was the first one to, to submit the site, and the first cut is always the harshest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Lisa... Um, if you're listening, and if we went a little bit too far in critiquing it, um, you know, all apologies. It's technology. It's not personal. Um, and we tore the site apart. There was significant issues with it. There was some great stuff with it, too. But, you know, each of us found significant issues to touch on, tore it apart, put it back together again. I think, I think that she walked out with a far better understanding of, you know, how to get specific job placements, how to get specific... Um, advice for job seekers, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I think she walked out with a much better understanding, and I felt really good about that. Now, what was I, I can't recall. Actually, I, I did look it up just to give the the proper uh, the proper credit. Larry's from uh, Single Throw Internet Marketing, so just to get that. Thank you. Um, what was the other 
Uh, you had done two. Uh, it's slipping my mind right now. You did. Okay, two, this uh, one was two. fun. Oh, I had something beyond link bait. How to get authoritative mentions online? And um, you know, it was a really good, uh, really good, really good session. Um, really, the, the discussion was how to uh, don't uh, going beyond writing stupid fake news headlines or, or going uh, going beyond acting like a jackass online to get attention. What do you really do to get respect and attention for yourself or for your clients? That was our that was our our, our topic, and um, each of us addressed it well. We had uh, Greg Greg Jarbo, who's always a fun speaker up there. Um, Oh, was he moderating at this time? Uh, no, actually, Andrew Goodman moderated. Ah, okay. And um, <laughs> Joe Thornley, um, one of the one of the larger advertise, uh, advertising execs in Canada, he was up there, and uh, and and myself, my my humble little self, and um, each of us covered a vastly different different t- subject or topic, um, and uh, or different, I should say, different aspect of getting authoritative mentions online and. Um, it was, I, I think it was one of the one of the the most well received uh, sessions there. Now, what, uh, can you maybe give us some interesting uh, little tips for those of us that weren't able to attend? Uh, what sort of areas were covered? This is obviously a subject that everybody's interested in. Well, Greg, um, being SEOPR, um, covered how to use news releases, how to use um, the the mainstream media. Um, Joe, being a major advertising executive covered how to use advertising and how to best build your website to get really good mentions how to how to um you know how to represent your products or your services properly and um I went on my usual mantra of um content community conversation and kindness very good all of which put together is uh in my mind anyway conversation community content and kindness is the uh the crux of getting good non-link bait mentions, getting good links back from other people in the industry, or getting good links back within with whatever industry you're in. Now, what uh, did you maybe attend? To? Well, obviously you did. Uh, what were some other sessions that uh, that just stood out for you? Well, you know, one of them that did stand out for me that that did stand out for me that I was unable to attend because it was running concurrently with with one of my sessions was the uh, Twitter session. Um, I didn't get to go in it. I've read some of the write-ups on it, though, and I understand it was extremely good. Um, I think it was Chris Winfield's session, and Chris is just an amazing speaker. Um, it, uh, he's got a great presence. He's a brilliant guy. And, um, and well, you know what? Type in SES Toronto uh, Twitter, and you're going to get you're going to get back some of the most most effective ways of using Twitter. Marty Weintraub, he was also on that panel, and he's got some pretty clever ways to. Well, and you know Marty, yeah, he's he's, he's yeah. a clever guy. Um, he's a funny guy. So read some of the write ups at the AimClear blog. You're gonna you're, <laughs> you're gonna see some uh, some pretty innovative thinking. If of course he he writes about some of this stuff publicly, because um, he, he seems to be happy talking about it. Um, <laughs> a little bit of another great there, session right? was. Uh, Oh, hey, Daniel Eisenberg uh, did, the, did the keynote on the second day, and if anyone has ever seen Daniel on stage, you're watching an artist. Was it Daniel this or guy. Brian? Sorry? Was it Daniel was or it Brian? Brian? Oh, my there? God, you know what? It was Brian. Was it Daniel? 
I get the two confused all the time. I'm, I'm a I've got, uh, I'm on the SES, and, uh, and we got Brian up here. You know what? It could have been an either or. Both of them are. are it was Brian. Crazy. You know what? Like, you know, this is webcology. You got a 50 50 chance of getting your name right. And it just happens these guys are brothers. <laughs> and they're both great guys. And look, Brian, either one of them in, in action, they're artists. They're really good at what they do. Brian is an extraordinary speaker. He always has, like, the best deck, the, be- the best PowerPoint presentations. Really. Uh, Extraordinary, extraordinary guy. So he he delivered a great keynote. Um, the uh, analytic sessions were always were always great. The state of search marketing in Canada, well, we're looking at it. It's not so yeah. good. Um, but Andrew Goodman gave a great a great speech. Um, that was that was the Orion session. Right. I mean, wow, it's hard to say. There was, I mean, every session at these things has quality information, and um, one of the things that. Uh, Kevin Ryan is trying to do, Kevin and, and, and Matt are, are trying to do, um, is present stronger and stronger and stronger sessions every time. They have to differentiate themselves from their main competitors. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there was, that, there was that time when people were getting a little bit sick of SES because it was the same speeches over and over and over again. Well, they didn't allow it anymore. You deliver the same speech twice, and that's the last time you're speaking. So, you know, we're seeing the quality of the sessions go higher and higher and higher each show. So, you know, hats off to Kevin and hats off to Matt for, and hats off to Andrew Goodman for, uh, for organizing a really good, high-quality show. But you know what? I'm going to put my hat back on my head when I talk to the rest of Canada because guys, friends, fellow countrymen, you just don't get it. That's not, not the Canadian search marketing community. We were the earliest adopters. You know, we really helped build and educate this industry up here in Canada. But it's our, our corporate culture just doesn't get it. And, um, and uh, 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 Ken, oh, my God, I can't believe it's basic his name, eye-tracking study. He's from British Columbia, from Kelowna. Gord Hotchkiss, not Ken. I'm yeah, thinking Ken Jarino. I'll get to him in a second. He threw a great party. Uh, Gord Hotchkiss just hits the nail on the head when he's talking about Canadian corporations, especially Rogers, who he singled out specifically as people who simply have their heads up their asses. I can say that here. He got in trouble for saying that on stage, but I can say that here. Okay, I got a few put on pause. I am getting a message just repeatedly from uh, from the booth. I want to oh, launch oh. into that because I think I know where you're going. Uh, but we've got to got to take a quick break and 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 pay some bills here. And uh, so this is uh, Jim Hedger from MetaMen.com, Dave Davies from BeanstalkSEO.com on Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm, and we'll be right back after this commercial mic. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Don't be fooled by your web analytics. If you think your web analytics are giving you all the information needed to manage your paid search accounts, you'd be shocked to see what they're not telling you. How are you tracking sales received over the phone that resulted from your PTC ads? Now, you can track call-in sales by campaign, search engine, and keyword with engine-ready call analytics. Optimize top spending keywords with more accurate tracking and achieve higher PPC profitability. Get started now tracking your PPC call and sales with Engine Ready Call Analytics. Visit EngineReady.com to see how easy and inexpensive accurate call and tracking can be. EngineReady.com. 
do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998 and formerly known as Joe Bucks, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan from the Daily Searchcast. You know, we love bringing you the news every day, and that's made possible by the sponsorship of BruceClay.com. They've just made Inc. Magazine's list of the fastest growing private businesses. They've exhibited and sponsored at my conferences from the very beginning. Bruce has got that long-standing search engine relationship chart, had been out there with the code of ethics, been a search engine expert in the field for ages. But did you know that Bruce Clay can do more than help you with just SEO? They can do PPC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding. Everything you need for success in the online marketplace, you can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years, offices worldwide, they've got answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Life Tips. Welcome, everyone, to the show. Amanda Smith, what kind of strategy do you want to have with listeners? I specifically came on to do this show because I want to learn, and I want to bring on guests who are going to teach me just like anybody else. So if our listeners want to know more about how they can go green or more about our guests or, you know, understanding some of the concepts that we're talking about, I would love to really have a a great interactive forum for people to really get involved. Life Tips, Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Entertainment Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Find the WebmasterRadio.fm Web 2.0 watering hole and have a drink on us. WebmasterRadio.fm is now on Facebook, MySpace, and Twitter. Find us now on the WebmasterRadio.fm homepage. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Deeds. Well, well, we're, we're back. back. And I'm going to hand this over to Dave because he seems to be doing a better job of hosting than I am. Dave? All right. Well, I, uh, I'm going to get us right back on because I am, I'm interested to hear where you're taking this. Uh, you were about to launch into Rogers. And, uh, and I'm just dying to hear what you have to say. Okay. Now, sit back, friends. Get comfortable. And if you're Rogers exec, stand up. You deserve this. Um, yeah, thanks, Brasco. <laughs> okay. We, this is a message to Rogers and also to TELUS and to Shaw and to anybody else providing um, Internet services especially mobile services here in Canada. And I, I just got off the phone with my, uh, before the show, I was talking to my good friend Cindy Crum from Blue Moon Works in Colorado. She's considered, like, she's the mobile expert. And uh, we are sitting on the edge of a multi-gajillion dollar industry, and it's going to be driven by mobile. There's no question about that. Mm-hmm. The iPhone is coming out on July 11th throughout North America. It's coming in, the iPhone 3G, I should say, the, the new, new version of the iPhone. It's coming in at a very low price, about $300 per unit. That's what they're going to be selling it for in the States, and I imagine it'll be somewhere up here. And Rogers has the exclusive data distribution rights in Canada. Now, Rogers is known for having the stupidest 
most expensive, most regressive data plans on, in the world. Yep. And this makes me furious. Canada was a telecommunications leader, and we are falling so far behind our European friends, our American cousins, our friends over in Asia. Us here in Canada, who are supposed to be the leaders in telecommunication, are falling light years behind because of these damn data rate plans. Now, what it costs our American cousins, um, 30, 40 bucks a month for unlimited data on their phones, mm-hmm. costs us 100 bucks for six gigs. Yeah. No, seriously, how are we going to advance? How are we going to push this forward? How are we going to bring value to our clients and our customers and to Rogers itself if people don't start using this technology, the one that we know, that we know for a fact is going to be the one that drives the industry over the next 10 years? It infuriates me. I know uh, my cousin had lived uh, lived in the in the state. She was a dancer in in Vegas, a proper dancer for Celine Dion show, and uh, yeah, she she came back and was actually kicking herself for having canceled her plan there, uh, knowing that even with the uh, roaming fees and stuff like that, it would have been way cheaper uh, yeah. to have kept her her American packages. Um, so yeah, you're right. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely it's, ridiculous. It's bloody asinine. Um, now, it, now I know, um, gave this great example from the stage. On June the 9th, if, if anyone remembers, um, Steve Jobs at the Apple Developers Conference um, introduced the new iPhone 3G. He did that. He, he introduced it. We all knew it was going to be a massive, stunning announcement. And, you know, we even knew what he was going to be announcing. It's not like it came as any surprise. So on that date, and, and I'm glad Gord, I'm glad Gord had the presence of mind to do this search. It didn't even occur to me. On that date, if you put iPhone into Google.ca, Google Canada, mm-hmm. you know the only ad word you saw was from BlackBerry. Like talk about missing the boat. Yeah, I think that is just well, that's you know thing. and. We know, again, I, I said this, I, said, I apologize for being redundant, but I need to hammer this home. We know that this is going to be driving the future of our industry, and by the time, by the time it gets here, we're not going to be prepared. We, we, the search marketers in Canada, are not going to have our chops brushed up. We're not going to know exactly how to deal with it. So you know what we're going to have to do? We're, going to have to, we're all going to have to get in contact with Cindy Crum and have her tell us how to do it. And it used to be us telling, telling the world how to do stuff. Yeah. Well, it doesn't work that way anymore, does it? We've no, lost it sure doesn't. the game. I mean, you, you hit the nail on the head there in, in having discussions with Cindy. I mean, you, you get her on um, you know, local or mobile, and her, I, I don't think I've ever seen somebody's eyes light up about something as geeky <laughs> as in that moment talking to her about it. But it's like, right, these are things that here, because of the cost of doing them, it just it doesn't. I don't use this as a major you know, connection, uh, interaction between me and, and the rest of the world because the packages are just retarded. Uh, yeah. So you're right. I mean, we're, we're, falling, we're falling way behind. It's, it's an enormously and, and growingly important industry. Um, and you know, what, what do we do here in Canada? It's not going to get that, that wide adoption. Like you or I may do it just because we're going to have clients who need this. So, yeah, we'll suck it up and pay three, four, five hundred dollars $500 a month for a, for a package because we need to to be able to actually advise our clients. Um, but the adoption rate here is going to be insignificant. Yeah. And that puts us, 
that puts our businesses, that puts our industries slightly behind the curve. We're supposed to be an advanced nation. Come on. Yeah. You know what it is? You know what it comes down to? And, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I, I don't mean to sound like a, or I do mean to sound like a, like a loudmouth jerk here because I'm really excited about this. It comes down to greed. Come on, you're taking, you're taking so much money out of my pocket already and treating me like a schlep. Stop doing it. Maybe I am a schlep because I'm giving them the money, but I need the damn phone. <laughs> yeah, they're in the catch-22. Oh, Dave, it just makes me angry. <laughs> I couldn't quite tell. <laughs> Jesus, really? <laughs> my brother my brother-in-law is here. We're going to go golf in a few seconds. He's just staring at me wide-eyed like, Jude, you're on the radio? <laughs> Welcome to Webmaster Radio, Brad. <laughs> what else? What else? What else? What else? Oh, I made this great foo-pah. Oh, I love this. I, I mean, I love screwing up like this and, and, and it being so funny. Um, Yahoo, Canada, and EPR threw this phenomenal party on Tuesday night. It was, uh, you know, I'm not even going to try to estimate how much they spent to throw a really good party. It was held in this wonderful rooftop patio. Uh, there were, you know, great games and door prizes. It was, it was a, uh, a Hawaiian-themed party. And so when you walked in, you, you got laid. They put a flower lay around your neck. And one of the games, playing rock, uh, rocks, paper, scissors, was to see who could get laid the most. <laughs> works for me um, and every time you know if you win the rock paper scissors game then the other person has to give you their lay and whoever has the most ladies around their neck uh, read Guillaume from Quebec um, won a PS2 <laughs> PlayStation 2 so I turned to Marty the president of Yahoo Canada <laughs> I, wasn't even, I had a few drinks so I wasn't even thinking right and I said you know Marty had uh had the guys down in Sunnyvale tried a bit harder, you could have been given away an Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> he just looked at me like, oh, Jim, you're so stupid. <laughs> uh, just that was a great party. Though. Huge shout-out to uh, Ken Jaria, to Curtis Dulick, and to, uh, to Yahoo Canada. God, friends, thank you so much for throwing a good party, showing us the love. That's the kind of thing that makes going to all of these conferences, keeping such a crazy schedule, giving away our information for free to try to improve this industry. That's the kind of thing that you know makes the travel schedule bearable. Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. It's those opportunities and the, uh, the, the sort of fun you can have. Now, at the same time, the next day, uh, when you're trying to get up after three hours sleep, uh, were you thanking them at that point? <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> you know, this, this is what constantly amazes me about this industry. We work really hard. You know, we really do start our days around 7 in the morning, no matter what the conditions. Yeah. We, and at these conventions, we often end our days around 3 or 4 in the morning because you have to do the networking. And if you don't, you're missing out on a lot. But somehow... 7.30 rolls around, you're at that breakfast meeting, you got your crisp suit on, you're well showered and shaved, and somehow people have the strength to pull it together and be absolutely professional. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was thanking them the next morning, and it hurt. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, it hurt. But you, you got to do what you got to do. You got to do the networking, true. and you got to be a strong and intelligent business person whilst doing it. Incidentally, now. after the Yahoo party, I found, you know, uh, Andrew Goodman, Mona Alisaley, Marty, the president of, uh, of uh, uh, Yahoo Canada, and I ended up back in Andrew Goodman's room 
um, hanging out, talking, and polishing off the bar fridge till 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> so $300 later worth of bar fridge booze. Oh, is that all? Maybe <laughs> <laughs> more. We weren't trying hard enough, were we? <laughs> Come on, work it out. Um, some things I, I know we've only got about five minutes left here, so I think there's a there's a couple things we gotta we gotta quickly touch on here. Um, big shout out to your friend and mine, uh, one Mr. Ross Dunn, oh, uh, who uh, from StepForth.com uh, just had uh, bouncing baby boy Xander. So I think that's definitely worth giving him a uh, a shout out for all that hard work he put into you know creating it. <laughs> no doubt. Welcome, Xander. The newest newest addition to the search marketing family, and if uh, if people out there don't recognize the name Ross Dunn, you should recognize the name Stepforth. I want I, wa- I want to say something about Ross. Ross was one of the originals. He got me into this game. He got you into this game. Mm-hmm. He taught all of us, and that's all of you out there too. Ross is one of the guys. He was one of the guys who came up with the original techniques. He was one of the guys who was out there telling people what he was doing long before others were. Yeah. When he started publishing the Step, Forth, the Step Forth Weekly, that was his way of giving the information back to build the industry. But he's so quiet. He's a sleeper. You know, he does great work. He does great work by his clients. He doesn't go out there to try to get the credit. He gets published maybe once a month. And actually, there's a good article by him in Search Marketing Standards this month. Um, but yeah, again, Ross is one of the most subtle, low-key guys but the whole industry owes him a massive debt of gratitude. So while giving the shout-out to, to um, him and his wife, Sarah, and their new child, Xander, I also want to say thanks, bro. You, may, you helped make all of our careers. Very true. Very true. And 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 somebody should write Vanessa that. Fox and tell, and tell her there is a new Xander in the world. I'm sure she'd be interested. <laughs> um, speaking of, uh, you touched on it there, speaking of uh, new additions to the search marketing world, uh, and I'm going to include this as an addition to the search marketing world. Uh, many of our listeners may be aware, some may not. Uh, the new Firefox, Firefox 3 is now out. Uh, and I count this as part of the uh, part of the SEM world because with all the extensions it has, um, it's been said before, I'll say it again, it should be the official browser of SEO. Um, so I've obviously obviously tested it here. There's a you know a few of the extensions aren't working as uh, as they would. You know we're just waiting. Within a couple of days, they'll they'll probably be updated. Yeah, they got patched uh, up. Uh, a great a great download. Way better at uh, at memory management. Uh, just phenomenal for it. Some some neat uh, neat new tools. One of my favorite. There's an image on a on a site you want it on your you know your desktop or whatever. Um, and I'm not talking about copyright infringement here, folks. Make sure you have access to it. Just had to get that in there. Um, but you just click on it, drag it, and it's over on your desktop. Right? Nice. It's just some, some neat little speed additions to, to make life uh, a little bit easier. So, um, Do you know if they hit the record? You know, I understand that, that uh, Mozilla was going for the world record, number, most number of downloads in a day. Did they hit that record? They did hit the record. Um, I can't recall now. I was looking at a, at a bunch of stuff on them yesterday, so I can't recall what the exact number was. But I know that they eight broke million. the uh, broke the million. record. Um, there eight was million. a report yesterday. We can expect a patch soon because there was uh, a couple, as, as there are in any major major release like that. They've they've now found a couple um, security issues and stuff like that. But those will be uh, you know you can count on them to have that patched up. And that, know, and that's be expected with a new release, eh? Well, exactly. I mean, anybody who's ever did, I don't know. Did you get Vista? <laughs> uh, did I get know, we're, we're I got all certainly used to the, the necessity of, of downloading patches. Um, 
So, <laughs> so yeah, kudos, kudos to them. I think it's a, it's a superior product. I think uh, Internet Explorer was trying to take a bunch of the features, the tabs and stuff like that. Um, they needed to come out with something really cool. Um, they needed to make our lives easier again to, to, to make them something that was necessary. The, ex- if the extensions didn't do it for you. They've come up with some, some really interesting stuff in there. Um, for designers and developers to give truer color and stuff like that into uh, into the browser. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm really impressed with this release. And once once the extension developers catch up, uh, it's going to be great. But all the major SEO ones, search status, stuff like that, um, they're all already updated. So, well, uh, to Mark and everybody down at the at the Mozilla Foundation, congratulations, friends. Um, and now, you know what? Unfortunately, there were, there were a couple more issues, but uh, but we've now hit quarter two, and uh, and that was my my time from uh, from the booth to uh, to take us out because otherwise uh, they're going to beat us, cancel our show, and uh, you know drag our names through the mud. I'm sure. Um, oh, so they would. Um, I will uh, have to say until next week, which in this case is only six days away. Um, we will do Thursday. I swear to goodness, we really will. <laughs> we will be back next Thursday. This yeah. is Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. I'm here with Jim Hedger from Metamen.com on Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. And uh, thanks, Brasco. Uh, you got us on today, and that's uh, that's just awesome uh, from yesterday. <laughs> <laughs>